Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed. Well, here we go. The NRL finals are here. We're live at Suncorp for the Broncos and the Titans. The loser is gone. The winner keeps going. Goods and Wendell are here. We've got Brent Reed's late mail and guests galore. The most complete coverage of the finals you'll hear. And it starts right now. Welcome to the Rush Hour. Well, very un-Brisbane-like conditions. It is teeming down here. It is windy. It is cold. Uh, And uh, the stage is set for the Broncos and the Titans, the first of what is set to be a magical month. September. If you don't feel those butterflies in your stomach, you're not alive. Is finals footy. This is Triple M. Triple M rocks the NRL. This is the most dramatic moment of the finals. I can feel it. I'm starting to feel it now. I can feel it. The storm. And that'll be a Melbourne storm try. Can they dominate all the way? The Raiders. They're a bit different, those camera boys. Will they make the big one for the first time in a generation? Sharks. The Sharks streak. What do they have left in the tank? Manella are making errors. The Cowboys. The grand final. Can they be the first back-to-back champion in decades? Something special tonight. The Broncos. Will they end their premiership drought? The Broncos strike back. The Panthers. The Panthers hit back. Can they defy the odds? Oh, miracle. The Bulldogs looking to rejoin the winner's circle. The Bulldogs are on fire. The Titans. Jared Hayne. Jared is the hain plain enough? The build-up is over. Now it begins. This is September. Hear every minute live on Triple M NRL. Triple M, the home of finals footy. For Nine Harvey games. Norman Home Appliances. Thank you, Harvey Norman. Nine games until we get a premier. Nine games before we get a champion in 2016. We've got two champions here. Wendell Saylor from the Broncos. Hello to you, big fella. Mate, uh, great to be here. Geez, Dan, it's been a while since I've sort of been in Brisbane, staying at the Ridges. I've never seen this traffic so heavy. You know, obviously the rain and that, but uh, it's a great time of the year in Brisbane. I'm certainly used to this sort of uh, time September fever. All right, Ryan Girdler, hello to you. Hello, boys. You give the Titans a chance tonight, don't you? Yeah, look, I do. Uh, the conditions, I think, will suit the way that they play, and um, uh, I think they might have the game plan to, to trouble the, the Broncos. I think it'll be a lot closer than a lot of people uh, expect. They've had a uh, couple of opportunities the last couple of weeks, the Titans, and uh, to put themselves in the finals, but uh, they couldn't get the job done, but I think tonight they'll um, push the Broncos all the way. It only started raining about oh, 90 minutes ago, and in the last half hour, it really has started to bucket down, so it's going to be effective tonight. Ben Dobbin, you'll be working the sideline. Hello to you. Yeah, good evening, everyone. What a game. It's and going to be big. I believe you've got some late breaking news. Yeah, look, breaking news. Ryan Simpkins, the number 15 bench player for the Gold Coast Titans, is out of tonight's clash, and he'll be replaced by a player that isn't, hasn't even been registered. Nathaniel Petteru, who uh, played this year, he's the biggest. he'll be the biggest wow. player on the field. He will come onto the bench. Um, we'll be talking to Neil Henry around about 6.30 tonight, and yep. uh, he'll explain a bit more. But that's a huge in for uh, the Gold Coast Titans. Obviously, they're going to fight fire with fire and try and take them on up the middle. Wayne Bennett is not normally known for playing... Uh uh, games, he, when he announces something, it usually sticks. Are we expecting Jonas Pearson 
This is unbelievable. His second game of first grade, and it's the second game is going to be a final. Is he going to play? Yeah, he will play. Um, Opacek's uh, shoulder needs surgery, um, and it's a week-by-week -week proposition, and there's no guarantees that Tom Opacek will be back this year. Jonas Pearson, obviously, has been playing for Redcliffe all season in the Intra Super Cup, scored two tries on debut against Parramatta. He is a good young kid, 21 years old from Rockhampton, and he's ready to go. I spoke to him yesterday in the final training session. He said, this is what we train for, this is what we play for. And Wayne Bennett's very lucky, obviously, that he gave him the opportunity a few weeks ago. Wendell, you were up here for that game when they played, and it was a good opportunity for him when they took on Parramatta. Yeah, look, I think you know, Wayne's very good at throwing young blokes in because when you get young bloke in, like, and around Sam Thiday, Matt Gillett, you know, Darius Boyd, you know you got to lift. You know, as a young bloke, I remember in 93 coming in, Steve Renoff was injured and Wayne threw me in there, but you had Kevy Wallers, Alan Lang and Steve Renoff. It's just the culture of, of the Broncos. And I think they've played 14 games here, the Broncos and Titans. The Titans have only won one, so it's a big ask. I think the Broncos will get them tonight. Uh, when you... you played a final relatively early, but it wasn't the second game, was it? Can you imagine playing a final in your second game of first grade? Well, no, actually I can't, but the thing is with the, uh, the young players these days, they're so confident. You know, we've seen Nathan Cleary come in. He was playing Australian schoolboys last year, and he's really led that Penrith team around. So for me, these young players coming through the system, Harold Matz, SG Ball, and obviously the 20s, mate, you know, they're, they're so confident. Quite different when we come through, Gertz. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, look, it'll, um, interesting to see where he goes. Corey Oates obviously likes to play on that left side. Um, and so Kahu will move from the right wing over to the left centres and then it'll put Roberts with a new combination out there on the right edge. And Roberts, uh, look, he's obviously got speed to burn, but can uh, make poor decisions defensively for the Broncos. So I think yep. the, the Titans will certainly test that right edge out defensively for uh, Brisbane and it's another opportunity for them to you know possibly expose a weakness. All right for people coming to the game there are still tickets available not many but it's not a sell out quite yet if you come down swing by the northern end near the Wally statue that's where we are until about 7.30 then we'll move inside currently in the venue Holden Cup it's the 2v3 qualifying final so winner gets a week off loser survives and just started the second half Cowboys 18 Dragons 12. Here on Triple M NRL, uh, we've got every final live tomorrow. Uh, we are on air from 5 o'clock for the game between Canberra and Cronulla. If you're in Sydney, you'll get the Swans GWS game. As soon as that ends, uh, you will go straight to our game at, at GIO Stadium. You won't miss much at all. And then it is straight to Amy Park for Melbourne, North Queensland. Maroon leading the call team there. And then on Sunday, as usual, the Sunday Triple M NRL team from midday uh, with Gerds and Kenny and uh, Gordy. And I'm forgetting someone there. It's a four minutes. Maroon. Maroon, Maroon, of course, the great the host, Maroon. Bill Harrigan. Is that Bill? No, Bill no. doesn't come in for the show, but he'll oh. be in there for the call. Okay. Obviously, and Penrith Canterbury live. Uh, what a and, game that'll and be. And the most complete post-game analysis. So if you're going to the game and you're stuck in the car park, tune into Triple M because we'll be on for longer than the rest with the <laughs> press conferences and so forth. So that's all. And that's that's the way it is for every final here on Triple M NRL. Well, Dan, I know you're a big fan of the star. I'm actually doing a function at the star that afternoon. So Mate, fair <laughs> dinkum. <laughs> no, You've mate, turned up. Yeah. Hang on, hang on, hang on, yeah. Dobbo. I'll take care of this. <laughs> yeah, good. You've turned up 30 seconds before the show. We yeah. had to pre-record some stuff. You're not part of it. Yeah. You've given Ridges a plug. Yeah. You've given the star a yeah. plug. This is a disgraceful <laughs> abuse of radio. Yeah. Okay. I've learned off Ray Warren, mate. He's only the best, oh, mate. Now you're comparing oh. yourself to Raz. No, I'm not, mate. mate. Go to the sin okay. Let's again. take a song. Again. This is the Rush Hour on Triple M, <laughs> which we do for Nicorette Quickness this week. And uh, we're doing this outside broadcast at Suncorp Stadium. We'll get serious in a moment. What's going on with Steve Matai refuting claims that his phone was seized? It's getting ugly. It's the Rush Hour live from the NRL Finals here on Triple M. 
Ah, yes, indeed. We are live at Suncorp Stadium, and we do this for this outside broadcast. Nice location here outside Suncorp Stadium for Kubota Construction Equipment, the Kubota Excavator Range. They are the masters of engineering, and any time we talk league on the rush hour, it's for Totally Workwear. Uh, they don't just do workwear. They also have a great range of hospitality gear. Find your local store, totallyworkwear.com.au. you got Wendell, you got Gerge, you got Dan. Ben Dobbin is with us as well. You'll be talking to Neil Henry in the next 15 minutes or so to confirm that news that Patiru is in and uh, Ryan Simpkins is out. Yep. Uh, so we should have news on that uh, confirmation shortly. Uh, he's 112 kilos. He's been playing for the Burley Bears all year. Only played once this season for uh, the Gold Coast Titans. So Neil Henry's made his intentions with a bit of rain. Very clear. He's going to fight fire with fire and take the big boys up the middle. Now, after the Asada stuff, it was, I thought, Gerd's obvious that the fans, the daily sort of dose of the story got to fans, and in the end, I think fans had the opinion, you know what, when it's all over, come to us, but we don't need the daily updates, which makes me a bit reticent to go down this path, but it is a reasonably big story, particularly when statements have been made, um, and we're talking obviously about the match fixing and the allegations and the strike force, and I'll tell you, on the rush hour, we're not going to do this every day, because people will get jack of it pretty quickly, but a significant day today in... um, Steve Matai was named, and I can say this now because Manly have acknowledged this, Steve Matai was named by media outlets that he had his phone seized by police. A pretty emphatic denial from Matai. Let's have a listen. Questioning my um, integrity as a, as a player and hurting my family as well. Um, I've never been contacted by the police. Uh, my phone's never been con- um, confiscated. Um, to be honest, it me off that I have to be out here to talk to you guys about it. For you guys to put that stuff out and 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 not, and it not being true, it, it hurts. It hurts people. It hurts my kids. It hurts my family. It hurts me as well. I can understand the point he makes, gentlemen, because uh, you hear such and such has had their phone confiscated. You'd think, well, he must be. He must have done something wrong. They must have him. So there's no, you know, that's a fairly emphatic denial um, and he hasn't left much room for error there. So if he's not telling the truth, it's not as if that's a vague response and you can sort of get him somewhere. That seems like... Yeah, he's deliberate. That is straight down yep. the middle. It is not me. I was not spoken to by police. Yeah. Uh, huge stop, ag- stop using my name. You know, a guy that's been in, in, the, in the game for, what, 13 or 14 years and has a great reputation and image within the game of the way that he plays and at a successful club. So, um, you know, unfortunately, uh, he's been caught up in this. And, uh, I, look, I hope for the game's sake and Steve's sake that... Uh, he, what he comes out and, and says in a, in a statement like he just made are correct. And as you said, Dan, we don't want to bog down in this. Uh, you know, obviously there's an in, uh, there's an investigation that's going to take take its course. And uh, look, I'm just happy to sit back and get on with the finals. And yeah. like the Asada thing, Dan. And at the end of the let's uh, let's when we have a result, let's, let's go all, hard. Let's go into it. But get until into it then. then, but it's got to be Dell devastating for Manly because it's Manly that are under the gun. All the games involve Manly that are supposedly, uh, you know, suspicious. And I wonder if they were in the finals, Dan, what have they held off with the investigation? Because what that, the damage what that would have done to the Manly and their chances in the finals. Well, the last time the Crime Commission were involved, it was the Asada stuff, and it was done for maximum effect. So by doing it the first week of the finals, you're again getting maximum effect. What, so what do you I'm mean a by maximum so Like in relation to exposure? What, yeah, well, here's so what happened. I'll, t- I'll tell you what happened. 
with the Asada stuff. I don't know if this has ever been told. I'm sure it has. The government at the time, the Labor government, basically called. They wanted to make this as big a deal as possible, darkest day in sport. Yep. So they rang the heads of the five major codes, uh, rugby league, AFL, cricket, rugby union, soccer, and said, get down here, otherwise your funding is under threat. So by having the five heads, yep. uh, they're, they're, all of a sudden gave it a sense of bigness. So that's what I mean by maximum effect. They wanted to get the message out, whether they were sure. shaking a tree or whether they just it was a PR exercise. And, and you do get the feeling that by doing this at the start of a final series, um, they could have held off on this, but they they kept, they their their object. It's not objective, such a big a deal in the off season, Dan, is it? I understand, but their yeah, and their objective yep. though, police will say, and crime commission will say, well, our objective is to is to catch. Whoever's committing crimes, we don't care what time of year it is. Yep. So that will be their 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 comeback. I, I just get disappointed for our fans. Like our fans, you know, they pay their money. Like tonight's a local derby, and you know the Titans. Uh, you know they flex their muscle a little bit this year. Everyone was talking about them. Obviously, Jared Hayne there, mate. There's a young superstar out there called Ash Taylor who will be Rookie of the Year going up against Anthony Milford, one of my favourite players. That's what we should be talking about. But of course, this comes up again. I know you've got to deal with it, but I, I hopefully. You know, it's proved wrong. And Steve Mano is a player I enjoy watching, so I can understand the pressure he's under, and we've just got to let nature take its course. All right, we'll uh, let that one go for a little while. Hopefully we don't come back to it for a little while. This is the Rush Hour Live from uh, Suncorp Stadium, the northern end. We do the outside broadcast for Kubota Construction Equipment more shortly. We are live at Suncorp at the northern end. Thank you to all the people who are braving the rain. They're under the uh, little umbrella there. I don't know if that's helping too many people, but thank you very much for sticking around. Inside, you've got the Cowboys playing the Dragons in Holden Cup, the 2v3 qualifying final. Cowboys up 24-22, so tight one there going down to the wire. Come on, the Dragons. Come on. They okay. need something, the Dragons. Aren't are... you, uh, your official duties are over now with the Dragons, are they? Uh, in December they will be, and yep. uh, I'm going on a new avenue, so I'm doing some stuff for the NRL, and I've got other some other... Um... Oh, so you can bag the Dragons from next year on. Yeah, but I, I'd never bag them, but I'd be constructive about... Because even you know, last week we were talking about Gareth Widdop on Triple M, and I said, you know, for Gareth next year, probably captaincy, you know, mightn't suit him because, you know, he just is not relaxed when he plays. Well, Triple M tweeted something, and... I felt bad having to interview him, saying that Gareth Whitton should be sacked as captain, but, mm. you know, it is what it is. There you go. If you, you know, that's it. If you're going to say it on air, then... Yeah, but I don't want to be one of those ex-players who just keep bagging the game, you know. I want to be positive and constructive. Mate, don't talk about Gordy like that. Wait till he's here <laughs> before you say it to his face. Let's do this. Magic Glass, your premier glass replacement specialists. Magicglass.com.au Sports Update. And there's a chance in hell that I'm actually going to say that to Gordy's face. Now, what a start to the AFL final series with the Western Bulldogs causing a big upset by knocking out West Coast Eagles in Perth. Uh, the Dogs will play the loser of tonight's MCG blockbuster between Geelong and Hawthorne. They're talking about 90000 there for that game. Another shock at the US Open for Serena Williams. Last year, you might remember her Grand Slam bid was ended by journeywoman Roberta Vinci. Well, today... Serena was ousted in the semis by Carolina Pliskova, who had never oh, wow. been past the third round of a slam before this week. And Pliskova will play new world number one, Angelique Kerber, in the final. And Jason Day has struggled in his opening round at the BMW Championship. This is the second last of the FedEx Cup events. He's eight back, while Adam Scott is only three off the pace, and he still has holes left in his opening round. Kerber, she's the German, the left-hander, isn't yes. she? Yes. She's very powerful. Australian so she, Open yeah, champion. Yeah, she is. She'll win this. 
All right, that is a scoreboard update, a sports update for Magic Glass. And we do this outside broadcast for Kubota Construction Equipment. Uh, Kubota Construction, the excavator reigns the masters of engineering. Neil Henry is going to join us shortly. We're live at Suncorp Stadium and we call every NRL final live here as Triple M rocks the footy. Triple M, Rush Hour doing it live from Suncorp Stadium. You, mate, Queenslanders are a hearty bunch, Wendell. They're out there, they're happy to cop it in the rain. And, uh, mate, seat, your seats inside are undercover. What are you doing out here? Mate, they, lo they love their footy. They're so passionate. And I've got to say, it's funny seeing the Wally Lewis statue over there and the origin um, sort of numbers and that. One thing I'd like to do, I'd like to see uh, an Alan Langer statue. Alan Langer's given this uh, state so much. It's got to be an Alfie statue. All right. We would have that discussion, but I have to go to Dobbo because I believe you've got the coach of the Titans, Dobbo. Yeah, he knows all about semi-finals football. Neil Henry, you're back in the semi-finals. Did you think at the start of the season that the Gold Coast Titans would be here? Yes. Come on. Be honest. I thought we'd have to play some good footy, but um, look, with the squad we've had and, uh, yeah, tough lot, it's good to get here. What a year it's been for the Titans. It's been a big year, like it... Um, uh, you know, a few changes off the field and uh, recruiting new players and picking up some handy players along the way. And, you know, it's been very good, very positive for the club off the field as well. So um, hopefully we can take the next step tonight. Simpkins is out and uh, Petteru in. Yeah, well, he's in the mix, isn't he, Nate Petteru? So uh, another big man up front. Yeah. <laughs> I've got, I got Wendell, Ryan Girdler and Dan Gadane. Go ahead, boys. Hey, boys. hey Neil, how are you going, mate? Hey, just, uh, mate, I want to ask you about uh, Ash Taylor, like, for a young guy, um, you know, to see guys like him and young Clary come in, are you surprised with the composure, the way they control the game, um, in, you know, in this day and age? Look, look, I am. Um, young Cleary's done the same, hasn't he? Look, it, it, to me, it um, probably vindicates that, uh, you know, these young guys that are training and maybe in full-time training for a couple of years, that they can take the next step and maybe that um, the 20s is a bit of a bubble sometimes and, and restricts players actually stepping up at a younger age. Um, so they've really handled it. Um, physically, it's been tough for him because it's uh, obviously it's a, a much more physical game. He gets targeted out there, so he struggled at times. But, look, he's really been a, a, a mature head on his shoulders and been fantastic for us. Neil, firstly, uh, congratulations. on a great season so far, mate. And um, secondly, on the conditions tonight, do you, um, do you welcome a little bit of rain, a little bit of wet weather? I mean, looking at both sides going in, and if there's a weakness to the Broncos, it, it might be through that middle third. And... These sort of conditions, do they suit you guys a little more? Well, I hope they do, Goods. Look, uh, they've been using the ball a lot in their fours, been tipping the ball across the line and going from side to side. Really, a lot of ball movement, not a lot of offloads. I mean, obviously, uh, Corey Parker's the main man there, maybe Adam Blair, but um, it might suit us a little bit if we can get a bit of momentum through the middle third um, with our forwards, a bit of mobility there. Uh, Birdie's been, you know, been very good with the carry and, and a bit of footwork, late feet at the line and getting his nose to the ground. So. If we can uh, jump out of the blocks there, that, that, that'll suit us a bit. Um, they've got a bit of speed to it. It'd be helpful if it took the edge off uh, James Roberts a little bit. <laughs> Hopefully he's, uh, he skates out there a little bit and uh, uh, might slow him down. Hey, Neil, you know, when you talk about kicking in wet weather, mate, you've got to be very careful. Darius Boyd doesn't make too many mistakes back there. Um, but Corey Oates, um, he had a little bit of trouble after Origin, um, but last week he turned that game um, with that big run for a big, powerful unit. Uh, he can bend the line, but also he can come up with a mistake or two. Yeah, I think he can be he can be tested out. Um, but you're right, he's carry fantastic. Look, he's uh, a handful. You just don't want to give him an easy catch and let him wind up because uh, he's hard to stop. So, and getting close to the try line is hard to pull down too. So, 
you know, we need to maybe test him out a little bit, um, see how he's going. Uh, we, we, you know, they've got the young fellow on the other wingers too that's come in Pearson. So, again, that's a new combination for them. He did have an outstanding debut against uh, Parramatta, uh, but we, we'll try and get to him a little bit as well. Neil, last one. How do you convince a team that knows it has achieved something pretty bloody good this year? How do you convince them tonight, no, that's not good enough and we have to win tonight, we have to keep going? Yeah, it, it's, it could be a tough one, but I think we're very motivated to know that we, we haven't been at our best for a couple of weeks and we know that it's a new arena tonight. We're going to have to draw on some experience from you know, Jared Hayne and Birdie and the guys who played it in big, big venues before. Um, and so hopefully we cope with it. Uh, we just feed off the fact that we've got an opportunity and, uh, and, and take that opportunity tonight. It's, it's, it's all or nothing and um, yeah, hopefully it's good enough. We better go. We better let you go. Thank you for giving us your time just before a final, mate. Yeah. We very much appreciate it. Pleasure, boys. Good luck, Neil. Neil. And well done to Dobbo as well. Mate, Gertz, can I ask you a question? We talk about Corey Oates and we, you know, we, we call the origin. And, mate, he was pretty good through the origin, you know, one or two mistakes. But as a centre, you've played 5'8". Do you test him out in the air or would you test the ball in behind him? Because he's such a big winger, you know, like your Manu Vatavai's, you know, those sort of guys. What, what do you do tonight? If you're the oh, look, I think you keep it along the ground with Corey Oates, uh, yes. make him bend down, and uh, and the slippery conditions are going to be hard. You know, sometimes the ball's going to stop and sometimes it's going to skip through. So tough conditions for, you know, the back three, and experience is going to be key. I was just... Geez, you blokes are talking yourself into the Titans, aren't Oh, look, you? no, no, no. I was just going to say, you know... What, 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 I, I think well, you came up thinking they were a big chance. Oh, I think they're a chance. I, I think, think the, the conditions suit them. I think it'll go down to the water a bit closer than people think. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. This is the Rush Hour live from Suncorp Stadium. I love tipping in Queensland side, Dan. Dragons oh, in front. It's going to be a draw. Your dream scenario. Uh, Dragons in front and Holden Cup 26-24, about 15 to go. That's over the Cowboys. More after this. Holden Cup update shortly was the Dragons a few moments ago, up 26 points to 24. Cronulla have put out a release here, and I want to get to this here. Gallon update. Excuse me. Paul Gallon underwent treatment today and did not travel to Canberra with the team. Wow. He will undergo an assessment in the morning. I'm just trying to find the uh, rest of this here on the Cronulla Sharks uh, web feed. They've done this in two parts. Uh, he'll undergo an assessment in the AM on his back. I told you it was his back before travelling to Canberra. We'll keep you updated as news comes to hand. Sharks members and fans. Not a good sign if the bloke isn't travelling the day before. Well, look, I think uh, the important thing for the Sharks is they can't win without Paul Gallen. I think we've seen that when they lost those three games, I think, and had that draw. Mate, he gives them so much confidence, you know, through the middle. That t and he plays tough. And, and, you know, for those young players like Jack Bird and Fafita and those guys, mate, you, you need your Paul Gallen. I know it's going to be tough down there in Canberra. I give them a chance if he plays. Yeah. But if he don't play, they're gone. All right. You think he's out, Goods? Yeah, oh, look, it doesn't look good, does it? But, uh, you know, it's often, it's, and that's the other thing, you know, bus trip for three hours when you've got yeah. a bad back's the worst thing for you. So, yeah, look, I think if he's out, um, Mate. it's going to be tough. Reedy's mail is coming up right after this. We'll take a song as we do this uh, broadcast at the front of Suncorp Stadium, the northern end near the Wally statue for Kubota Construction Equipment. It's the rush hour for Nicorette Quick Miss. Reedy. 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 You've got mail. It's time. You have mail. For Reedy's mail. Well done, Reedy. Hello, Brent Reid. Hello, Dan. I'm in Sydney. You forgot me. You must be behind. Don't worry. It's wet and grey. Well, it's dark now. By the way, Wendell's left us for five minutes, so uh, he won't be part of this. All right, let's get to the mail. Tom and Jake Trebojevic, uh, yeah. what's doing there with Manly? Not going as smoothly as we thought it would. Well, Dan, it's funny because Manly's obviously in the news and Steve Maddow is in the news at the moment. And, and obviously Manly 
Uh, they've got some big decisions to make in the off-season with Brett Stewart and Steve Maddow, whether those guys go around next year. Now, the other issue they've got is the Trevojevich brothers. They're off contract at the end of next year, and the club's open negotiations with them about extending them both. They're obviously central to that club's future. Everyone believes the club needs to be built around those two guys. And things haven't gone as smoothly as I think they hope. The initial talks... There's a fair way apart between the parties, uh, mm. what, what the, uh, the Troy, which is management expected and what the club's offered. There's a fair distance here at the moment. Now, Manly's got, to, as I said, some big decisions to make, and those decisions will impact on their salary cap going forward. So it'll be interesting to see how that unfolds because they need to get those Trebojevic wow. boys locked, locked down for a long time. They want to do it, but there's a lot of work to do. There's plenty of room between the two, two parties right now. Yeah, but Reedy, I mean, what would you, if you're a young player coming through at the moment, I mean, the NRL, they haven't even announced the CBA yet, which is obviously up in 2018. Mm. So how can uh, the management and the clubs put together long-term deals when they don't even know what they're going to be allowed to, to pay people? Well, it's an interesting situation, Gerds, because some clubs have done it. Some players have signed long-term. We see the Matt Moreland stories coming out and the, and the Bryce Cartwright stories coming out this week. about. But they're, they're in those. the same boat. They're exactly. not tied up. Exactly, and if you're a player at the moment, I don't, I don't know which way to go. Do you, do you bank the, you're almost taking a bank on what the salary cap's going to be as well because you're, if you, clubs are asking you to make a decision based on what they think it's going to be. I'm not, and, you know, if you get a great deal and the cap's below what everyone thought it would be, you're, you come out smelling yeah. like roses and the club's in trouble. So yeah. it's a really difficult position for not just the players but the clubs as well because long-term they could find themselves in some real turmoil. So... You know, I guess that's why in Manly's case, they're probably estimating the cap's going to be lower than what some other clubs are estima- estimating it's going to be. And maybe that's why the, the initial offers to the Trebojevich brothers aren't what plenty of people expected. All right. What do you got next, Rudy? Yeah, look, Gold Coast, Dan, they're obviously playing tonight. And, and 18 months ago, look, this club wasn't worth anything. The NRL took over the licence. And I've sort of been ringing around this week trying to find out what maybe the Gold Coast is now worth. You know, next year the club's going to go on the market. Uh, and there's plenty of people circling them. And look, people were talking to me about $15 million. That's what you'll, you, you'll, uh, that's a starting price for what this football club's now worth. And I, I guess it tells you how far in 18 months this club's come when you consider no one wanted to touch them 18 months ago. Now we're talking about the NRL maybe getting $15 million, maybe wow. more for this football club when it goes on the market next year. And I can tell you the North Sydney Bears still want the Gold Coast. As, as late as this week, there's been talks, internal talks at North Sydney about trying to get a hold of the Gold Coast licence. Now, I don't think the NRL will go that way because they want no. it to be a Gold Coast franchise. But make no mistake, there's plenty of people who are interested in buying the Gold Coast. And when you consider where they were 18 months ago, maybe that 15 million may be conservative in the end. It may go beyond that. You're right. Uh, what else we got ready before we go? Well, that was about it, Dan. Dobbo, <laughs> <laughs> have you got things. anything to add to Reedy's mail? Uh, what I can tell you is, obviously, the rumours are right that the Bulldogs and South Sydney were chasing David Mead for a lot more money than the Brisbane Broncos were, but he will go to the Brisbane Broncos. He will tell his teammates after whether or not oh. they win or lose tonight, David Mead will be at the Broncos oh, next but year. But Wayne Bennett whinges, oh, don't say that we're chasing everybody. No, the, it's not right that the, you say that the about deal us. Is done. The deal is done, and for less money than he could have taken at the Dogs or at South Sydney... Um, and he will be a Bronco next year. All right, nice work, fellas. Ready? I think we see you on Sunday, don't we? We do, Dan, yes. And so I'm working tomorrow, too, in Canberra. It's supposed to be eight degrees. I'm pumped.
Oh, right. don't whinge, mate. You're working oh, at the finals, mate. Well, well, got to go and watch Cronulla and, yeah, and the Raiders down there. In front of 26,000 and the Viking clap and one of the great <laughs> atmospheres. And you're, Wear and you're a jumper, a... Reid, would you? Wear a jumper. Thank you, Reedy. This is the Rush Hour on Triple M. Ah, the Rush Hour, live from Suncorp. We do it for Nicorette, Australia's number one quit-smoking brand news only is directed. Well, let me tell you, if the Holden Cup final that has just wow. uh, finished, if there's any of that drama tonight in first grade, we are in for one hell of a night. Cowboys and Dragons, basically, it's a 2v3 qualifying final. They went back and forth all game. 30-20. to 20. Cowboys have scored with three minutes to go. Led 30-26. to 26. Dragons score a minute later. They have a kick to win the game. Miss. 30-all. Golden point. And now the Dragons have just gone the length of the field. And do they have video in Holden Cup? Because they've scored in the corner. It looks pretty legit. And it looks like the Dragons are going to win and have a week off and be one game from the grand That's final. Awesome. What an extraordinary game. Length of the field try. Dragons 34-30. We're just waiting for final confirmation, but there that appears go, to be the full-time score. Yep, they're shaking hands. That's it. Dragons win. Unbelievable. Mate, so, well done to uh, yeah, sorry, well done to Matt Head because uh, I think the Dragons, after five or six rounds, had only won one game. So he's coming this year. Uh, ben Hornby's obviously gone into first-grade coaching. And, uh, mate, yeah, they've, uh, they've done very well. Well done to them. Let's do this. Magic Glass, your premier glass replacement specialists. Magicglass.com.au. Sports update. Now, league news for Brighton's lawyers protecting your future. If you missed it earlier, uh, Paul Gallen has not travelled to Canberra because of a back problem. That does not necessarily mean he's gone, but Kurt Capel is on standby. A very different body to uh, Paul Gallen. Well, Gal's got that private jet. He might use that. That's thanks to Brighton's lawyers. Australia's cricketers finish off their tour of Sri Lanka. Tomorrow morning with the second T20 game. The timing couldn't be better. The squad is down to just 12 available players. And the Manchester derby is the feature of the Premier League this weekend. Guardiola versus uh, uh, Jose. Mm. Even you, uh, Gerds, I think would be excited just to watch that battle. Yeah, I think Man U might, Man United might win that one. Been impressed with the way that they've started. And um, I don't watch a lot of the games anymore, Dan. I didn't go to Optus. <laughs> so I have to wait for the replays. But uh, I do follow it on uh, social media. How's that been, Dan? Like, mate, you just think Fox Sports... You Rank just... failure. Yeah. Man, ridiculous. Uh, that is a sports update for Magic Glass. Well, the problem is they've lost the PR war. When you rub News Limited up the wrong way and things start going against you, they're going to put that up in lights, as they're entitled mm. to do, and they've done that. So there were glitches in the first week. The app didn't work, so everyone knew about it. People are legitimately complaining, so uh, they've got some work to do there, Optus. Okay, so uh, we're going to take one more break, then we go into NRL primetime for Makita. We've got uh, guests coming through. Joel Kane from Sportsbet will join us. We can confirm those changes. Dobbo gave us with the Titans are uh, correct. Patiru in Simpkins gone. More after this as Triple M rocks the footy. This Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed.